want to say before we start, um, when you go through something like this, you can't do it unless you have a faith. And God is so good. And I want to say to um, my husband, who is deployed, who I know may or may not be watching this right now, um, Michael, I love you. And what keeps me going is I know we sleep under the same stars. So um, I want to say to Rena and Josh and Naylan, I am so proud of you. The, be the best job I will always have is being your mom. I want to thank my parents who are at home. Every day they reminded us how blessed we were to live in America. I want to thank my sweet brother who came out here and was caucusing for me. A good desert storm um, veteran. And I want to thank my other siblings there. I want to thank Michael's parents, Bill and Carol Haley, who've been fantastic along the way as well. Um, you can't do this without the strength of your family. I want to congratulate President Trump on his win tonight. We have had an amazing 11 months here in the Hawkeye State. I came to Iowa early and often, and I kept coming back. Even though the cold weather is brutal. But the kindness of Iowans will never be lost on me. You're faithful, patriotic, and hardworking Americans. And I will forever be grateful for the time that we had. <laughs> At one point in this campaign, there were 14 of us running. I was at 2% in the polls. But tonight, Iowa did what Iowa always does so well. The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that. But when you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond, Tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Tonight, tonight, I will be back in the great state of New Hampshire. And the question before Americans is now very clear. Do you want more of the same? Or do you want a new generation of conservative leadership?
spoken a lot of hard truths to America, and here's another one. I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was proud to serve in his administration. But when I say more of the same, you know what I'm talking about. It's both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. They have more in common than you think. 70% of Americans don't want another Trump-Biden rematch. A majority disprove of both of them. Trump and Biden are both about 80 years old. Trump and Biden both put our country trillions of dollars deeper in debt, and our kids will never forgive them for it. Trump and Biden both lack a vision for our country's future because both are consumed by the past, by investigations, by vendettas, by grievances. America deserves better. under new conservative leadership. We deserve a president who will focus on the needs of our people, not on themselves. A president who will rebuild our economy, close our border, and stand up to our enemies. Most importantly, we deserve a president who will stop our self-loathing end division and fear, and make America strong and proud. Our campaign is the last best hope of stopping the Trump-Biden nightmare. But it's more than that. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven of the last eight presidential elections. That's nothing to be proud of. We should want to earn the support of a majority of Americans. All the evidence says that if it's a Trump-Biden rematch, it's going to be another toss-up election. It could go either way. We could have more disputes over election interference. And Joe Biden could win again. Nope. With Kamala Harris waiting in the wings. Lord help us if that happens. And then look at what happens when I go head to head against Biden.
three counts, no lawsuits, and no doubts. It means no more Chuck Schumer leading the Senate. No more endless votes for House Speaker because we'll have a huge House majority. We'll term limit the do-nothing Washington politicians. We'll rebuild our economy and secure our border. No more excuses. And make no mistake, we will restore our national pride. We are blessed to live in America, and it's time that we remember that. And as we head to New Hampshire, I have one more thing to say. Underestimate me, because that's always fun. so many great supporters, and I only have time to mention a few, but it's important. Marlis Popma, many of you know and love Marlis, who has been a conservative fighter her entire career. State Senator Chris Knoyer, our amazing state chair, who has been hustling all over the state, but she has been a fantastic friend. Thank you, Chris, for all that you've done. Our state rep, Austin Harris, our very first endorsement in Iowa. He believed in us when not a lot of people did. And we've been listening to Marianne former Newman, UN ambassador, former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley, address her supporters right here in Iowa after coming in third place, according to CNN's projections, uh, a very close third to Ron DeSantis as second. Both of them very, very far behind Donald Trump. A lot of what we heard tonight was her trying to get people to see her as somebody who can not just be in the White House, obviously that's what all of these presidential candidates want, but somebody who can appeal to Republicans, to Democrats, to independents. And we were all co collectively struck by the line when she said, she is the last best hope at stopping Trump and Biden and the Trump-Biden nightmare. The Trump-Biden nightmare. So combining the two of them together, yeah. she's not quite done that before. That's her message, obviously, as she goes forward to New Hampshire. She's been really pushing the electability message. She cites that Wall Street Journal poll, which is a bit dated now, but still uh, serves her point that she's electable over Joe Biden. The problem is uh, she still has a very difficult path to the nomination, but interesting, no mention 
of Ron DeSantis. Not, I, I, she I said was, this is a two-person race yeah. and mentioned Donald Trump, uh, but no mention of DeSantis at all. So the reality is she'll have the, the New Hampshire playing a, a field largely to herself, but he's going to South Carolina in the morning. So uh, this is still a three-person race. I